Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to Believe in UCLA. I'm your host, Travis Reed. Today we have a couple couple different subjects to talk about. Pretty much we're going to talk about uh, today's rivalry game uh, between USC and UCLA. Always one of those fun games in basketball. Uh, I'm super excited to see the, the number 11th ranked Bruins uh, play against the USC Trojans. Both teams are doing really good this year. Uh, UCLA, obviously, I feel is going outstanding. Actually, the 10th ranked Bruins, they moved up a spot. I forgot. <laughs> um, the 10th ranked UCLA Bruins versus who versus the USC Trojans that are 11 and four. UCLA is 13 and two. Um, and they're, like I said, they haven't lost since they played Baylor. So they're really, really doing good. Um, I feel like, you know, they can, I predicted them winning about 28 games. And at this rate, I think they can go maybe 30. Because I don't know how too many teams that, you know, that can keep them from not winning that many. I think, you know, Utah will be a challenge. Obviously, USC will be a challenge uh, to, you know, uh, today or obviously tomorrow. Um, Arizona, you know, the Pac-12 is pretty good this year. But I think UCLA is just head and shoulders, I mean, above. Now, we're going to talk about their two pass wins uh, versus – actually, their three pass wins versus, uh, you know, the two Pac-12s, Washington and Washington State. Not not necessarily going to talk about their, you know, their win, uh, even though they beat uh, UCD. Uh, we're not really going to talk about it. They won by like 30 or 27. It was, you know, it was blowout, you know, from the beginning. So it was just one of those tune up games where we, what people try to do, uh, right when they get back from Christmas to kind of get their, you know, get their, get everything going, kind of, you know, kind of get their confidence going, get, kind of just get back into a rhythm before they go into, before they go into the, uh, conference season. Uh, we're not going to talk about that one, but we're going to talk going to the Washington State, Washington State, and Washington because it's always it's so hard to win on the road um, in in any conference, big you know big t- big time conference, and so to get any wins on the road uh, is great, you know, because the, the top teams when I was playing, the top teams would go about thirteen and four, something like that. They would kind of go maybe let's say four and four on the road, maybe five and three. And then go seven one eight zero at home, you know. And that's how you kind of be at the top of the top of the conference. We're also going to talk about a little bit of football. We're going to talk about the the bowl game versus Pittsburgh, where UCLA lost. Uh, but which is interesting is that uh, Charbonnet didn't play, and that intrigues me. And today we're going to talk about how they, you know, the Bruins football team 
got a big time transfer running back. So I just it, it's kind of interesting to me what's going on, you know, as far as is 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 Zach Charbonnet gonna come back? Is he gonna play? You know, for UCLA, you know, what's gonna happen? I think they're hedging their bets, UCLA's, and they're trying to make sure that you know, like whatever happens, they're covered. You don't bring in a big time transfer, and we'll talk about that a little bit later, like they did, and not um and not be like thinking like, you know, Zach might go pro. So we're going to get right into it. Well, first, we're going to talk about the Washington State game at Washington State, which is always hard. Washington State game is always hard um, to win. It's always hard to win in Washington State because it's it's a cold place. It's gloomy. It's, you know, it's not necessarily a ton of fans there. It's just a hard place to play, you know, in <laughs> Washington it just really is. And like I said, you said they escaped, you know, with a one point victory, 67, 66, obviously led by the, in my opinion, probably the, you know, the, the headliner uh, for PAC 12 play of the year. And I think, you know, should be a national play of the year in Jaime Hawkins. Um, I definitely feel that, you know, with him, the way playing, if he can stay healthy, uh, you know, sky's the limit. I'll, 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 like I said it before, he's a first round pick. I think he's a first round pick. His game is so polished. Uh, he can shoot the three, he can rebound, he hustles, he doesn't force shots. Um, he gets his 20 and it's like an efficient 20. You know, he had 20 points, eight rebounds, didn't shoot particularly well, five, 14 from this game. Um, but it's a typical game for him, typical game for him. Like I said, 20 points, eight rebounds. Uh, I'm feeling like, you know, you know, Campbell had a great game, 16 points, 5 for 15, you know, 2 for 3 from the 3. Uh, Singleton, you know, who's basically playing, I feel like, the best ball he's played since he's been at UCLA. He's averaging about 10.6 points a game. Um, he's like fourth in the team in, in scoring. Um, and I'm happy for him because, obviously, he's the best shooter in college basketball, I think, you know, in my opinion. He's just – he, when I, when I'm shocked. That's how good he shoots. <laughs> I'm shocked when he when he misses. Um, he had 14 points, you know, two for four from the three. And, you know, Jalen Clark, Jalen Clark is, you know, great player, uh, hustle guy, but has improved his game. But some games he's going to score 20. Some games he's going to score, like he this game he had eight. He was three for 12. Didn't really shoot particularly well uh, for the team. Now for Washington State, you know, they were led by a legend son, Dennis Rodman Jr. They had 19 points, five rebounds, um, seven shot 70% from the field, shot two for three from three, and had a chance to win the game, you know, at the end. I think, uh, like I said, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, sometimes you have to escape with victories. You do. It's period. You have to escape. And, and that's what UCLA did, you know. Uh, I remember when my freshman year, we played in Washington State and Washington State. And <laughs> we won at the, literally at the buzzer. A uh, friend of mine, Chris Johnson, um, you know, had the ball three, two, one, shot it, and swish. And we ran off the court. <laughs> that's literally how we won. My second year, we won by like six or eight, you know, because it's really hard to play in, in Washington State. Because, like I said, just 
the atmosphere, not a lot of fans. You have to pump yourself up. Now, it's easy to go to Arizona and get pumped up because the crowd is crowd is going, it's rocking, it's a TV game. Um, but it's hard to get pumped up in Pullman, Washington. It really is. Nothing against Washington State, um, you know, or anything like that. But it's just it's just kind of hard to get yourself going. Like I said, they end up, you know, you see they end up winning 67-66. Um, great game. Like I said, really great game. Back and forth game. I thought at one point I was like, no, they can't lose to Washington State. You know, Washington State, who's five and nine. But the funny thing is what happened <laughs> when Washington State played USC, beat them by like double digits. You know, like that's how it is on the road in the in in in, in conference play. Like you just anybody can win at home and anybody can lose on the road. You know, S SC was coming up, they had just beat. Auburn, you know, and so like they, they went to Washington State and lost by double digits. So, you know, like I said, it was it was a great game. Like I said, great game. And and what I've noticed is the freshman is starting to come. Freshman Bonia starting to really, really impress me. You know, starting to really, really come together right now. You know, uh, last couple games, he stepped up his scoring. In the beginning, it was a struggle for him to get points. Like, you know, it was a struggle for him to get points. It was like he was getting, you know, not a lot, just, you know, not playing a lot, not really scoring a lot. But, you know, he started – I felt like it started started getting better. Like, I went to the uh, Denver game, and he scored about eight to ten points. He started making nice moves. And then he had the breakout game against, obviously, Maryland, where he had 14.7 rebounds. Um you know, like I said, like he's just he's just starting to develop more. He's starting to impress me more. I want Bailey to come back. Bailey got injured, so he didn't play in the game. You know, either one Washington or Washington State. But I hope Bailey comes back. You know, gets his. You know, because I, I think this UCLA team could be something special. They're coached extremely well. They're really good in the half court. They don't turn the ball over. They have a go-to guy who can get buckets for you in Jaime Hawkins. They have a great defense. They have a guy who gets. Steals, who leads the Pac-12 and steals uh, with Clark with like three steals a game, which is insane. Um, <laughs> they have a, a point guard that doesn't turn the ball over and who's making good selection shots in, in, in Tiger. Like I said, they've beaten, you know, they've beaten, no, they've beaten Kentucky, uh, who's a, a ranked top-ranked team. They've beaten, um, you know, Maryland, who was a ranked team. So, like, in you know, in Maryland, so like I said, they, this team has a chance to be special. Uh, I don't necessarily think there's any dominant team besides themselves. I think obviously Arizona is number five in the country. I think they're good. Do I think they're unbeatable? No. I think that, you know, UCLA can beat them, but we know. Uh, well, let's focus on this, you know, you, you know, this next game. So on to the Washington game at Washington, which was just a dominant performance by UCLA. Uh, probably one of their best games of the season. You know, I definitely feel that. Um, they just went into Washington, which is hard to do. Like I said, you know, it's hard to go into the, you know, on the road and win. And they went to Washington and just put it on them. <laughs> they put it on them. You know, they end up winning 74 to 49. Um, You know, and it, I don't even think it really was that close. They had a balanced attack. You know, like I said, Bonia, you know, having 18 points. You know, got to get his rebounds up. Can't be going two rebounds. 
Uh, you got to be getting more, you know, more rebounds than that for a center as athletic team. But he had 18 points, you know, was dunking everything, just finishing all around the basket. They just looked really good. You know, they had, you know, four guys in double figures. They was led by Borne with 18. Obviously, Jaime do what he do. 17 points, seven rebounds, five assists. Jaime Hawkins Jr. Uh, you know, Singleton, like I said, you know, didn't shoot the ball particularly well. Uh, but still ended up with 14 points, three rebounds. And Tiger does what he do. You know, 15 points, 11 assists. Um, and like I said, I just felt like they did this without Bailey again. And like I said, not only did they win, they dominated. And I, I definitely feel like they are just coming, you know, they're coming together. Just They're just building. And you can tell they've gotten better. I've watched them from the first game till now. And they've just gotten better and better and better. You know, like they've built what they're doing. And I respect the coach so much that he's really building this program to something special. Um, you know, I definitely feel that, you know, like UCLA is really, really doing their thing. And, you know, like I said, 13 and two top 10 in the country. Uh, you can't, not, you know, like he's a top, he's brought, you know, coach has brought them back to where they need to be. You see, they always need to be, in the top teams of the country, period. And it's funny, like, this team was supposed to be not as talented, you know, as last year's team, but I feel like overall they might be a better team because all the roles are a little bit better defined. Um, you don't have to worry about trying to get Jules Bernard or, or uh, you know, the other shoe. I can't even think of his name. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, you don't have to worry about getting them shots. I think, you know, this team – you know, plays hard defense, beat you in the half court. They know they're going to go through Jaime. They're going to go through Tiger. Um, Clark is going to be aggressive at points. And then Bailey is going to be an aggressor at points. So, like I said, I think that the 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 freshmen are starting to come around. Like I said, all the freshmen are coming around. I do like what UCLA's bench is starting to look like. Um, definitely, you know, like they – they, they're starting to look a lot better. It's not just the five guys. Coach is starting to trust and play people a little bit more. Um, you know, like a little bit more than what, than what, you know, than what he, I guess what he, what he did last year. I felt last year he was too heavy on the like five or six players, uh, you know, and it wore them down. You know, this year he plays, you know, you know, like the freshman guards, he plays Will, he plays, you know, like I said, he, play, he just plays more guys, just a little bit of minutes here and there. Because you got to get, at one point in the season, I, and it always happens with every team, the people that comes off your bench, is you're going to need them, period. You're going to need them. You're going to need them. So, you know, when I was a freshman, you know, I played a lot early. So when we went to the tournament, when we played Michigan, um, when I played tractor trailer, I wasn't at, I wasn't scared. Um, I was nervous. But I wasn't scared because I, I played against North Carolina. I played against Arizona. I played against, you know, New Mexico State, who was really good at that time. Like I didn't, like you need to get everybody experience. So when their time comes, they're ready. So you can't be sitting them for, you know, a month or two months, three months, never play them and then expect them to perform when you need them the most. So, you know, like I said, I think that what, what Nick Cronin is doing, Coach Cronin is doing, is just 
He's doing his thing. Like I said, he's starting to play everybody. And this is the time. This is the time when you need to experiment because, you know, once you get in a conference, you're going to kind of condense your, you're going to condense your, uh, your, your play, t- your playing time for people. It's going to be just like a solid seven or eight. It's not going to be a lot of people. It's not going to be a lot of people that they, that you're going to be playing. Like you're not going to play in 10, 11 guys, but, but you need to have them ready. So whenever you can, blow people out or be up big and get some people five, 10 minutes here and there. Trust me, it goes a long way for somebody's confidence who's coming off the bench and the young guys who's coming off the bench. So what we are going to get into uh, also is uh, you see, uh, just like I said, this rivalry game, you know, and it's something that, you know, I can proudly say when I was at UCLA, we never lost SC. Um, And you can't, you know, like if you see like you, you know, and I know it's a rivalry, but like I said, you never want to lose SC. This is the season um, <laughs> for a lot of fans, uh, you know, and, you know, it's always better when both teams are good. You know, UCLA is top 10 and the nation's 13 and two. SC is actually 11 and four and they're doing pretty good this year. They've beaten Auburn. They've beaten some good teams. So, you know, it's a good thing. They're led by the, uh, the two top scores in Boogie Ellis. They're led by him, averaging about 16 a game. He's about six. He's a senior. You know, they're led by their two seniors. Uh, he's a 6'3 senior, scoring guard. Um, puts the ball in the hole, you know, shooting about 33% from the three and 42% from the field. But he is a volume guy. He's going to shoot his shots. You know, he's going to get his shots up. He's going to score. And their other guard who is like 6'10", <laughs> Drew Peterson. No, he's 6'9", but he feel like he's 6'10". He, he averaged about 14 a game, about seven rebounds, and about five assists. He's like a do-it-all kind of guy. He shoots it from the three well. Um, you know, not necessarily this year, but last year shot at 41%. This year's at about 33. Uh, he's, I think he's – because he's asked to do a little bit more this year because he's the other main scorer. So, from what I saw when I watched him against Auburn, it's really him and Boogie scored a lot of the points. They average about 30 between the two of them. Uh, and like I said, they have a lot of athletes. And, and like I said, Drew is basically second in team scoring, first rebound at seven, seven a game, and first assist at about six a game. So, uh, they have, like I said, they have size. And if I have to knock UCLA for anything, is that they have. They're a little undersized at size, but like they have the heart, so that doesn't really matter, you know, for the team. You know, I think if if UCLA gets into a half court kind of game, they can win easy. I think if SC gets into a full court type of game, I think it's going to be uh, a little bit trouble for UCLA. You know, but we'll see. You know, as far as you know that goes. Um, I, I think they have nobody who can guard Jaime. I think Jaime, you know, you know, leading the team in scoring, you know, at about 17, 17 a game. Uh, I think he can really put some damage. I don't think anybody can guard Jaime. This, this is my opinion. And I think he's really going to do do well. You know, like they have shot blockers, but Jaime's really physical inside. So I don't think they're going to be able to handle him. I think uh, SC is long, but they're not – Thick, you know, so I think Jaime will know how to score. It'll be interesting to see who Tiger guards because SC has big guards. And 
you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with, you know, who Tiger's guarding. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a good enough defender to kind of guard. I don't think they're going to put him on Boogie uh, Ellis. I think they're going to try to put someone else on Boogie Ellis, maybe Bailey, uh, maybe even uh, Clark, you know, to put him on Boogie. But I think it's probably, he's probably like Clark can guard him. But the problem is, um, you know, uh, Tiger can't guard the big guy for you to see. So we'll see. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens, you know, to, you know, to, uh, tomorrow. Um, and I'm, um, like I said, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited because, like I said, it doesn't matter what the record is. It doesn't matter whatever it is. UCLA could be 25 and 0. SC could be 0 and 25. And it means something. It means something. It always has and always will. You know, it will always will be something. And like I said, I think it's going to be mm, good game. Like I said, it's going to be a good game. You know, I you know just a battle of uh, different kind of uh, styles. Styles make fights. You know, I think SC is similar to Kentucky. How Kentucky wanted to get up and down with UCLA, and UCLA didn't let them. If UCLA don't let SC get up and down, they can win. How they beat Kentucky? like 10 points or something, whatever the case is, or eight, 10 points. But if, like I said, if you let SC and the athletes get going, it's going to be an issue, you know. Um, it's going to depend on, like, their defense. Like I said, can they hold SC down, keep SC off the rebounding boards? I saw SC kill Auburn on, on the glass, you know, because they kept getting them rebounds. And like I said, they beat them. So I'm excited for it. Like I said, I'm excited for the game. I can't wait to, to, to watch it on TV. I was going to go, <laughs> uh, but I had to do something, you know, so I, I, I can't go. But I'll be watching it for sure. So, but I'm I'm super excited, like I said, because it's always fun to watch those games. Always fun to watch those, um, you know, like rivalry games. I think, uh, you know, like I said, UCLA, you know, if they can like start to keep, keep these wins going, win your home games, win all your home games, and then, you know, win as many road games as you can. You know, so if they beat SC, then they will play Utah on the 12th, which is the following week. Uh, I think, you know, with both are home games. And then you play Colorado at home. And then, you know, you got the big trip coming on the 19th, which is at Arizona State and then at Arizona. Let's, let's hope that they don't look ahead. <laughs> Look ahead to Arizona like they did last year and get upset by Arizona State. Um, but you know, if they can win, like, you know, if they can win these next three at home, they're starting to establish something. They would be like 16 and two, probably top, top six, seven in the country by the time the play Arizona State. I think you cook it with grease. You cook it with some hot grease. <laughs> you know, but, uh, we'll see what happens. You know, let's, let's just first worry about SC. And like I said, I think. You said you you said they wins by like ten. This is my opinion. You know, I think they win by like 10, 8, 10 points. Uh and so I'm I'm that's that's my prediction of the game. I think they win about by eight, ten points, you know, kind of comfortably. Just because I think that what they're gonna do is they're gonna make SC shoot a lot of jumpers, rebound the basketball, and slow them down. And that's what they're gonna do. Slow them down. You know, that's what they're gonna do. And then win the game like they did Kentucky. Now, we're going to get into, you know, UCLA football. 
had a wonderful season, finished nine and four. Um, definitely one of those magical seasons for them, to be honest. Um, you know, I think, you know, the game, the game against Utah, I mean, against, uh, I'm sorry, Pittsburgh was one of those back and forth games. I felt that, you know, uh, you know, DTR played great, but obviously, you know, I think he had, you know, some costly, costly turnovers at the end of the game. Um, that, you know, that hurt UCLA. The turnovers always hurt, you know, and I think that, you know, Pittsburgh didn't even have, they were playing it, five starters that opted out of the game, you know. Uh, and like I said, UCLA threw a lot of turnovers. I mean, obviously, he got hurt. You know, DTR got hurt. And, you know, they played hard, you know. I think the both teams played hard, but I also feel that if if UCLA doesn't turn the ball over, they win. You know, they they it, it took four turnovers, <laughs> four turnovers, uh, and Pitt barely won. You know, and so you know, and the quarterback getting hurt, and so like I said, I just feel like you know he threw you know early you know early you know DTR threw an early interception. Uh, he had, you know, he had three of them. So I think that's kind of the gist of the year. DTR plays great, but it's always sometimes costly turnover. But shout out to DTR. He's had a wonderful, wonderful career. You see, like, if he goes pro, if he goes to transfer protocol, I don't know. But if he goes pro, I salute you, brother. You know, good luck in the NFL. I think you'll be a great quarterback in the NFL. You have what they call heart and that dog, you know, and I love that about you, sir. I just want to tell you that <laughs> if you listen. So, like I said, I think that in that game, they could have won. They just costly turnovers, costly turnovers. But let me tell you about bowl games. You, you finish the season in November. You have like three or four weeks of nothingness and just practice. And then you play any game. Some players don't want to play. Some players don't want to get hurt. They just want to just kind of finish out and like not, you know, uh, and not get hurt. Like I said, it's, you know, and, and the fact that the number one running back in the country, which I feel, uh, in Charbonnet, Zach Charbonnet, like doesn't play. And you're wondering, like, so he doesn't play in the bowl game? I don't, you know, even though TJ, TJ Harden, you know, he like I said, he had a great game. Eleven, <laughs> he ran for eleven carries for 111 yards. But I just felt like when you when the best player on the team doesn't play, and I think he's going pro. Like I said, um, it's just an awkward feeling, you know, just awkward. And like I said, uh, I would hope that whatever happens, you know, if he goes pro, whatever he does, I'm supporting either way. But what UCLA did is hedge their bets. Like I said. Because they got the Ball State transfer, Carson Steele, you know, and Carson Steele had 1,500 yards, 1,556 yards and 14 touchdowns last year uh, or this this past season, you know, and he's rushed for almost 2,500 yards, you know, and 
you know, 300 and over 300 yards receiving in his career at Ball State. So definitely, you know, like somebody, uh, you know, that he's he's going to replace, uh, you know, Zach Jarbert. And like I said, Zach, and like I said, I think he's replacing some huge shoes. Um, You know, <laughs> Zach, like I said, is the best running back. I don't care what to do from Texas or whoever. Zach was the best running back in the country this year. He was insane. So I'm just happy, like I said, that, you know, um, that they got this transfer. Because if you notice, uh, Coach ain't playing around. Like he got immediately, if you notice what happened this year, he immediately got transfers. Immediately got, like, transfers out of the protocol immediately. Got, you know, the quarterback and transfer protocol Flipped the number three player in the country at quarterback, got the running back from transfer protocol, and I'm sure they're going to get more. And so I, I think UCLA is, he's, you know, Coach Chip ain't playing. You know, like he got this extension, even though it's only like three years. He's going to do his thing. Like I said, if you notice, the wins have went up. Every, in the last couple of years, the wins went up. I think they, be honest, this year, you take out the Arizona State loss, right? Even take out the USC loss and take out this loss. They're nine and four. That's three more wins, right? That's 12 and one. You know, they could have won. I mean, he's in all those games easily could have been wins. The, this one could have been an easy win. That would have been 10. The Arizona, the Arizona loss at home could have been 11. And the SC, they were driving down, you know, and they, like I said, they got picked up at the end. That could have been 12. That could have been 12 or 1. Or, yeah. So, I mean, you know, like I said, I, I think, you know, obviously we don't worry about the past or whatever the case is. But definitely, you know, like I think he's building something good, you know. I think SCA and UCLA both are building something as much as I hate to say it. <laughs> so, well, I think that's wrapping up. We'll, 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 we'll discuss more about this rivalry game. Uh, next week, you know, what happens between UCLA and uh, USC because this is the only game for the week for uh, UCLA. They play, they don't play until the 12th versus Utah at home next time. So they have, you know, a little bit of time in between games. So uh, we'll, we'll just definitely, we'll, we'll post on this, on this game next week, uh, next week before, before the 12th. So I want to say, uh, like I said, thank you. Uh, for listening so far, listening out there, and uh, continue to support Believe in UCLA. Um, you know, we're going to keep moving forward. You know, whatever happens in the future, I'm not 100% sure, but we're going to keep moving forward. And the show's going to keep coming. You know, the show's going to keep coming. And no matter what, this, this train don't stop. So um, you can find me at Travis W. Reed. That's R-E-E-D, uh, Travis W, on Instagram, uh, at Travis W. Reed. And you can find me, Travis W. Reed, on Facebook as well. I post all my social media uh, you know, stuff on both those. And you can follow my other show, uh, Travis, on the Believe Network as well, Travis Reed and Athlete's Journey. And like I said, you... You definitely, uh, like I said, can find out everything about this show, my other show, all that stuff. And also, we got to 
we gotta gotta thank our sponsor, you know, Bet Online. Uh, we appreciate you. You know, make sure you go to Bet Online and go into um or or get your discount. B E L B L E A V. Bet Online, where the game starts. Once again, you can find me at Travis W. Reed, R-E-E-D, on Instagram. Travis W. Reed on Facebook. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.